106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our Lady of Blessed Acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. And this is Drive Radio. Welcome, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Jeff Kitty with me today. We'll have Steve Horvath and a nice rep that we've got coming in from Jasper Engines here at around 11 o'clock. They will join us as well. We're looking forward to that. And if any of you that have questions on you know, engine rebuild or transmissions, we've got Jeff here as well. We'll also have Jasper Engines and transmissions. I should say that correctly. Uh, they'll be joining us here in a, a little bit as well. So we really appreciate that. And again, Charlie Grimes, our engineer, Larry Younger answering phones as well. We appreciate it. Fix It Radio, we just had an hour with Bill from Arc Electric. Had a lot of fun there. Really appreciate him joining us as well. Our, our lines are open. Any questions you've got for us, 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. At 1030, we'll also have a, uh, an individual calling in, Drew Curley is his name, and he's Director of Marketing at RMT Overland. You've seen some of their their aftermarket trucks that they sell at some of the dealerships and so on. Well, they've got a new Jeep Gladiator that they've just built and designed. They're going to call in and talk about, which RMT is actually a division of Fox factory-powered vehicles, which is actually like Fox Shocks, for example. We've interviewed yeah. them before. So we'll have them on at 1030 as well. So we've got a lot going on. Give us a call. Any questions, 303-477-5600. Don't forget, you can text us as well, 307 307- 282 307-282-22. And let's get right to the phones. Bill and Lakewood, you're next. How's it going? Number Good, two sir. Welcome time. back. <laughs> hey, um, I need a, a battery charger that's got a, a, a jumping capability. What, what do I want to get? Because I, 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 I bought a jump box at Harbor Freight. Turned out it's not really not made to jump a car. Oh. Uh, Possibly, because I got what I got is I got an older truck that it's got a Sears battery in it that's just it, it's just been trashed since I've owned it. Gotcha. And it just it's just clicking. You, you'll like, need to go to Napa and actually ask them what you're looking for. They have what you need. I don't know if Napa still has any more handheld units with the jump capability to it. You'll have to just look and see. Most of what you're going to find is probably going to be a roll around type battery charger slash. Jump yeah, starter at the same time. Like that. I want just something I can carry out to the car. You're going to have to look and see if Napa still. Most of the handheld units that have jump start capabilities are expensive. Yeah. If you, oh, can, if you can even some... still find one. I have an old one that I need to actually put new leads on. It's so old, but it does still do the job. But I, I've seen something on Amazon, and the, and the name on it, the brand was, I forget who it was, but it was some older race car driver that's making parts now. Joe Gibbs or or Shoemaker was Shoemaker Schumacher yeah and he's not yeah he's got a racing team Schumacher does right well they had a I think that brand battery charger gotcha and, and again as long as the battery charger has the jump start capabilities Bill it, just make sure it's a good one you, you'd be okay with that okay 
You have nothing wrong with that at all. No, go go knock yourself out, Bill. And I did pass your name along to the gentleman that was looking to buy your truck, so I did that just a moment ago as well, so expect him to call you also, Bill. Eric is up next. Eric, welcome. How are you, sir? Hey, John. Hey, um, your discussion at the end of the last hour there about uh, 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 dumb electrical moves. Yes, yes. Um, guilty. <laughs> okay, explain. So back in the older days, well, not that much older days, but late 80s, first vehicle I really modified, installed some off-road lights on there and eh, didn't really know what I was doing. And, well, you know, I was asking my dad about something and he says about crimping the wiring together and I says, oh, okay. So I grabbed the wire. I had just watched him do some wiring on the house. <laughs> so I went and twisted my wires together and. I went and grabbed one of the little twist nuts and twisted it on there and mm-hmm. hit it with a hammer mm-hmm. to crimp it because I couldn't figure out how to crimp it. Gotcha. So I laid Makes it sense. on the counter and yep. crimped it. Yep. Yeah, hit it with a hammer and yep. crimped. And then I promptly installed it on the vehicle. Can't, the can't say that work. I haven't seen that myself a few times over the years. Yeah, well, the lights did work. They would flicker occasionally. <laughs> every, if, every once in a while, you might get a little, you'd get this weird twinge of... Like a something's burning, but I, I never did figure out what it was. Um, <laughs> Probably the uh, arcing of the wires, most likely. Well, so same couple of vehicles later, I happened to, or a vehicle later, I installed a set of aftermarket gauges. That, you know, remember the old uh, three-gauge panel you can yes. buy that you mount yes. under the dash? Yes. So I mounted that underneath there. And, uh, in fact, uh, this was a double on there. So um, that, this was the set where you, the oil pressure gauge, remember you had the hard plastic line mm. right. that yes. ran from the gauge yes. to the block? Correct. Yeah, I couldn't get that thing to seal quite right. Oh, boy. So um, I put some super glue on the, uh, around it to get it to seal. Did you know that hot oil will melt super glue? Oh, yes, it will. Yes, it will. Well, yeah. and the oil itself, I, the, the super glue doesn't mix with the oil very well either. So it's not just no, even the hot no, oil. No, it's just no, the oil no. itself even can have an effect on the super glue. Yeah, and every once, once in a while it would drip. Um, I kept a rag laying on the, on the uh, hump. Those, those, are really, those were tough back in the day, and it really depended upon the quality of the tubing and the nuts on the end that you were using to actually make all that work. Yeah, and if you did like I did and accidentally cross-thread one of the nuts. That didn't help. Rush putting it together. Yeah, I know, and it would never quite work right. I could never quite figure out why. And then when I had to have the motor rebuilt about a year later, and when the guy fired it up and noticed something wasn't working right, he started messing with it, and he called me. He says, who installed this gauge set? <laughs> I did. Why? He says, I'm glad you're good at making pizzas. Or you're better at because I work for a pizza place. He says, I'm glad you're better at making pizzas than you are at uh, repairing cars. <laughs> he, he made sure my gauges worked correctly when That's I got funny. it back, though. That's funny. But uh, and you were saying about, you know, for the dual battery set, you know, the, the real fine strand wiring. So the jumper cables that I carry and my carry now used to belong to my father. They used to belong to my grandfather. They're about 50 years old. Hmm. They are a two, they're a, they're a, two, a number two gauge, okay, and they are the very fine strand, and and they are incredibly flexible. Yep. Now the finer the strand, the and, more flexible the wire is, or the more flexible the cabling yeah, is, I should say. And 
and it's like I I have to when I hook them up, the color has all worn off of of all mm. four of the leads. So when I hook them up, I have to pay it you know real close attention to what I'm doing. And you know they so make that color tape that you could actually tape the end of those wires, and you wouldn't have to do that. Oh, you know, that's an idea. I might have to contemplate that. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, both of the actually both of the reds are, are still have a little bit there. It's just from the way very they've faint. been stored over the years. The blue, yeah, yeah very faint. Yeah, yeah the yeah, red gotcha. is still there. Yeah, faint. yeah makes sense. But, that's funny. But what's they're about twelve foot long. And, and what's funny was here a couple of years ago, I had to use them to jumpstart a car one day, and this, the the guy that I was helping, he I said, "You got any jumper cables?" And he pulls out these jumper cables that He-Man couldn't have stretched. They were just, you know, they were so tough. Right. And I'm looking at these things, and I said, have you ever used these before? No, no, I just picked them up, you know, at the parts store and just tossed them in here, you know. And they were like a four-gauge. And I can't they, tell they you, really... Eric, over the years how many times... You know, I would be trying to help somebody, you know, they'd call in or, you know, even here on the radio, you know, back when jumper cables were a big, big deal. And, and uh, you know, somebody would say, well, I can't get my car started. We've had the jumper cables on it for, you know, X amount of time and, you know, can't get the thing started and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, you know, have you tried a new set of cables? Oh, these are brand new. I'm like, I, I don't care if you got a really good set of jumper cables. Because back then, if you weren't spending 100 bucks on a set of jumper cables, you weren't getting a good set. Well, like I say, the, the ones that I carry are easily 50 years old right so you know and uh, you know and, and i mean i've jumped i've used them in the past from my pickup to jump start the semi right and i wouldn't hesitate to and i've jumped my semi to you know one of the other trucks in the yard when when a co-worker would have an issue and you know and didn't want to call and wake the boss up and you know and i i but i see some of these ones in the store nowadays and you look at them, you scratch your head and go what am I supposed to be jump-starting with this thing? Because a lot of them, they're not a two-gauge anymore or even a zero. A lot of them are a four, and they're really, they look really flimsy. Yeah, right, but, uh, they're junk. But, but yeah, I, 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 am, I am guilty in, in the past of making the electrical mistakes you guys were, were talking about in the last hour. And It happens. Uh, I've yeah, seen it many times. The fact what? that I've... Worst defenders on those wire nuts are electricians on their cars. Uh, yes, typically speaking. <laughs> yes, I would believe. Well said. I would fully believe that. It, yes. That and they but use yeah, house I, wiring. Correct. <laughs> correct. Um, I will be honest with you. We lost your home speakers and to speak. Say again. Hear me now. Yeah, go ahead. There you go. You, yeah, you know there is a difference in speaker wire too, right? Oh yes, your there is. Speakers yep. and your, yeah. Um, I learned that the hard way too. Yes, there is. Uh, You're right. Uh, installed installed a stereo system on a vehicle and put some speakers in the back and couldn't find any uh, wiring, but we had some for the home for home speakers and I wired it up. Right. And this is back when uh, uh, Soundtrack was still in business. Yeah, not the same. And yeah, and I happened to go over and I knew one of the installers and I showed him and he looked at it and he says, "Who wired this?" And I said, "I did." And he says. Well, he says, it cost you about 200 bucks for me to fix. And I says, well, what's wrong with it? He says, you used the wrong wiring, dummy. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 And, and, you know, then he proceeded to explain to me the difference in the wiring. And I was like, oh, good, good to know for the future. There is a difference. Eric, thanks. I got to run. Appreciate it very much. John and Cheyenne, hang tight on your plow. 
Dell on theft repairs as well. One line open, 303-477-5600. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know-how. Napa guy knows not to judge a man by his car's multicolor paint job or absence of modern gadgetry. Who cares if it's technically old enough to vote and the windows are powered by the strength of your left arm? Your monthly payment is zero, and it'll stay that way. Because with over 500,000 parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep anything on the road. She may not be pretty, but she's all yours. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Rates are like a roller coaster lately. Are you concerned about the future and how to protect your home? Do you want to become mortgage safe? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With home values still at their highest level ever and rates at historic lows, now may be the best time to be prepared if the economy changes. Last time, many of our friends lost their home when it was unnecessary. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many of our clients have the ability to tap their equity should the economy change. All without having to borrow the money now. We can show you how to access your equity in these uncertain times to give you peace of mind and allow you to focus on what's important, your family. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage at 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. We are locally owned and operated since 2001. Our reputation of putting you first with straight answers and listening are unmatched in Colorado. Let us help you protect your home. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And not just my friends, but truly, the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs. From preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then, of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. 
All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Dell is next. Dell, welcome. What's going on today, sir? Hi, John. How you doing? We're doing well. Thanks for joining us. Good. Uh, last week, you had a gentleman that had his son's truck was stolen or tried to get stolen. And what I wanted to let you, the your audience and your mechanics know is Stratech makes about, they manufacture the locks for about 95% of the American cars. And if you get a locksmith that's a little deeper into automotive than just cutting keys, you can take at the main, the, the only difference between Stratech and your dealer is the bag that it's in. Other than that, they're OEM locks, basically. Okay. And they come in a, they come in a kit that you assemble the lock when you get it to match the car. Where if you buy a lock from, and not cutting any of the parts houses, but you buy a lock from whomever, they come pre-coded. Well, then all of a sudden the, the customer's got two keys instead of one. And if they've damaged the door on a Ford, most common is they'll punch that door lock and it'll break that outside door handle inside where that lock fits in and you got to replace it. Well, you got to get that from the dealer and it's about, it's about 80 bucks, I think, for that door handle, something like that, right in that area. But nine out of, uh, I'd say nine out of 10 times, the lock itself could be repaired instead of being replaced with just a, a cover and a dust cover and mm. possibly the number one wafer, which you're going to have that in your mission kit. Mm -hmm. And then you can fix mm -hmm. that instead mm -hmm. of replacement. Makes sense. Yeah. But in anything prior to about 06, 07, they do not have transponder keys on the truck. So that's why they're breaking the ignitions and that. If, you, mm -hmm. if they break that housing in that, a lot of times you can get you can buy a complete steering column cheaper and then rekey the lock to match and be into it a lot cheaper than going to the dealer and mm -hmm. buying, you know, that stuff new. Mm -hmm. But if you got a locksmith that can is like I said, deeper into that than just cutting keys, he can he can buy that ignition lock and key it up for you for probably, I would say, no more than half of what you're going to pay for just the lock from the dealer. Mm. Mm. There's a, a major markup on that. So where would you go about buying the, the and it's S-T-R-A-T-T-E-C, so Stratech. Where do you go about buying that? Um, our warehouses, I don't know if any of the parts houses have them or not. I know the locksmiths can get them. I can get them, and that, that's all I ever buy. But uh, that, and then on the keys, if they if they have a transponder key, you can take, if, uh, if they've stolen a key, you can, if the customer wants it re-keyed, you don't have that with the new locker. In new ignition or that, it's real easy to rekey the vehicle to a different different key, and then you take the chip out of his old key, and they they make chipless keys now that you can put that RFID chip into, and then you don't have to program it. Mm. Okay, makes total sense. 
Good tips. And, good tips. Yeah. No, good stuff. But, Thank you. Then, yeah, and then GM, they have what they call an MRD system, which is a three-way magnetic switch. And usually that'll, if they try to force it, it'll break that magnet that's in the ignition switch, and then it won't start. But they, a lot of them, most of them can be gotten out without damaging the. You have to have that in a certain position to get that release pin pushed in to get it out. Okay, perfect, good stuff, Dell. Thank you as well. Always, always good stuff. Always yep. informative. Thank you very much for that. We do appreciate that. John and Cheyenne, you're next. What's going on, sir? Hey, it's that time of the year. Got to do some maintenance on the plow. Okay. <laughs> um. I can't find any of that universal 1030 oil for that. It's an 80 Chevy with a 400. Um, what's the new substitute? For the engine? Did I lose it? I'm sorry? For the engine or the snowplow? I'm sorry. I didn't follow that, John. I'm sorry. Well, the, I'm sorry. The engine oil. The engine the oil. 80 Chevy. Yeah. I was using that universal oil. That 1030 universal. Oh, you're using the stuff from, from Universal, the actual company itself. Got Got it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Sorry. I, I took me a second to follow along there. In well, your I'm, in I'm your sure. world, I would just buy regular 1030 and just buy a little bit of ZDDP. You can buy that on Amazon or Napa or wherever you want to up there. Just buy a little bit of additive and do it that way. ZDTP? ZDDP. So Zebra Doug Doug Paul. ZDDP. Oh, okay. Okay, and just put a little of that. Just, in yeah, it'll tell you on the bottle exactly how much to add for the capacity. Just do that. Okay, okay, and then just use Mobile One Ten Thirty. Correct. Good to go. Yep. That's what, and then a good filter. You'll be fine. Because I usually, because yep. I beat, I beat on the damn thing moving snow. Mm -hmm. I usually change the oil now at the beginning of the use season, and then sometime in February when we get a nice day. Makes sense. And you know, even though maybe put four hundred miles the whole season on, it's just a hard 400 miles so um and then second question i popped the gasket on one of the cylinders do you know of a website that has old snow plow parts what plow do you have john i've got a fisher speed cast it's about a 1980 model with the truck it was new do you know what a pump is on that by chance i don't off the top of my head but i can go out and look the plate's still there if you can give me some of that info and send me a, even a picture of it, I, I'm pretty sure I can find you parts. Just I can send you yeah, a link to where who's, who would have that for you. Okay, because I just need a new cylinder, and it's a one-way cylinder, you know. Right. That, you, you, you send me you again. You send me that. I can I can take care of it. I can find it for you. Okay, if it, if it's then, available, once I see it, I'll know. Okay, and then the last. You want a picture of the cylinder or the pump or both? Both. Okay. And then the last question, I'm having trouble locating for my wife's 15 Ram. The, uh, the tailgate doesn't unlock automatically. It seems like the, uh, it'll lock it, but it won't unlock it, the uh, actuator mm -hmm. in, for the electric. Mm -hmm. And when it's in Napa, they said they don't make it. Mm -hmm. um, and any, uh, any idea other than Dodge or Ram? Looking now. Uh, Go ahead, Jeff. Any I, ideas? That, that's that's become a problem on all Chrysler, whether it's a tailgate latch or whether it's the inside latches on the Jeeps. They lock just fine, but they don't unlock. Yeah, you have to unlock it with the key. Yeah. Right. 
<laughs> and I, 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 again, that's another one. We'll have to do a little research and see if anybody in the aftermarket is making an automate an automatic actuator for that. Okay, and I'll I'll, I'll open it up again today. I'll wipe it and I'll uh, take a picture of it. See if I can find a part number. Is there a good website to cross reference a part number? Uh, if you give me the part number, I can do some cross-referencing. But real quick, just as a quick note, looking, mm -hmm. I don't see anybody other than Ram at this point, Mopar, making an actuator. Which, by the way, they're not that expensive. They're only 45 bucks. Is that it? Yeah. So I'm not that bad from the dealer. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm going and that, to And I would don't think I'd look any further if that's all it is. That's not that yeah. expensive. I'd just buy one from Ram no, and be done with it. not at all. And it looks like it's about, when I took it up, opened it up to see what was wrong, it looks like it's about a two-minute change. Yeah, it's 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 an easy part change, and it's not that expensive. So, And that may be why the aftermarket's not doing anything. I might not be able to compete with that price. Yeah. Okay. That's well, pretty thanks, cheap. John. Hey, John, great week all week. The shows were good. Have Thank a great you, sir. Weekend. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. We appreciate it very much. Let's go to Dallas and Lakewood. Has a couple of questions. Go ahead, Dallas. Uh, can you hear me okay? I can. Thanks. My phone service in Lakewood is not spectacular. Do uh, you guys know anything about Honda Elements? Some. What do you need to know? Have you ever heard about this pervasive driver's seat uh, problem? It's it's very pervasive with elements. What's it doing? It's a rocking chair. And yeah. I've, done all the, I've done all the research, and it's very frustrating for element owners. The, the assembly is what I call needlessly complex. Mm -hmm. There's a bracket that's, that's held in with two, two nuts with shims, and there's no elegant way to fix it because I've been attacking it for four months. And I wondered if you'd ever heard of this problem well if you do a search on it real quick i mean I, yes i have and if you do a search on that you'll know you're not alone that's that's a common problem and um i doubt and given the fact it's a seat part uh you don't really want to do anything to try to fix that other than just buy the assembly underneath it and replace it uh yeah that doesn't work if you do all the research online honda dealers can't even fix it it's a very complex assembly and the shims wear out and they put in new shims, and they don't fix it either. And I just, you know what I'm going to no, do? No, can you buy an assembly? My question is, can you buy, I, I haven't looked lately, can you buy the assembly from the dealer, or do they not sell the seat, the seat bracket assembly anymore? I haven't even attempted it because I've, I've looked at all the, form, all the element owners going, I bought all this, I bought it from the dealer, they put it together, didn't fix it. It just seems to be a bad design. So um, have you got something broke? Is there a no, crack in the broke. assembly? No, the, the shims wear out over time. This is a 2004 element, and the shims wear away. And, and one, of, one of the back lock nuts is stripped now, so it's just spinning. I've got the front one mm -hmm. locked down with Loctite. That does pretty well. But my solution that I've come up with is I'm just going to mix up some JB weld and trowel it in around the edges of the bracket and just lock it down because – I have researched this for three months, and the dealers will say, oh, it's kind of meant to do that when they get old. It's no, really no, wrong answer. So oh, is, yeah, that's the answer. They're yeah, no, they're not meant to do that. Wrong is answer. It, is it no. stamped no. steel, or is it a cast? Oh, we can, drop, we can drop it. I mean, I've spent four months researching. I thought if you guys had a magic bullet, but I was pretty sure you didn't. I don't, so I, okay. I don't and, but I tell you what. Dallas, one thing I could do, send me a picture of the part that's that's wobbling where you're going to try to put the JB Weld in. Let me look at that real quick before you do that. Send me a picture of it, if you would. How do I? 
John, you have an email address? John at drive-radio.com. Just send me a picture. Let me look at it. John. Yeah, and it's J-O-H-N. J-O-H-N at drive-radio.com. Oh, J-O-H-N. Okay, drive-radio. I thought this thing was starting kind of hard, and it was kind of struggling to start. And I talked to a mechanic, and he said, and this never crossed my mind, he said, uh, turn the ignition key on and wait five seconds because there's like a lag for the fuel to to be applied i mean you think about only if the fuel pump's getting weak would that be the case dallas with a good fuel pump no that would not be the case what what he's trying to determine is the fuel pump i'm assuming he's trying to figure out if fuel fuel pump's getting weak or not if you can turn the key on you know cycle it a couple of times get the pressure up and then it starts better yeah the fuel pump's most likely getting weak yeah it probably is i mean it's a 16 year old it's in immaculate condition but it's a 16 year old vehicle and things right Makes sense. And I have all the service records, and I know that it was never replaced. So that's good guidance. All right, I'm done. I okay, Dallas, guys. thank you. Send me that picture. Oh. I'll see what I can do to help you. And we've got our special guest joining us, Drew. We'll do that right after the break. Steve in Colorado Springs, though, let me get your question in. What do you got, Steve? Good morning, John. Just a quick sidebar to the last hour's electrical head scratchers. When we were living in uh, Brazil, the two main baths had these gas-fired instantaneous hot water heaters. Mm-hmm. But it was way before the advent of CO detectors, and if you didn't leave that upper window open, my sisters lost several of their friends. Mm. But the one that you wouldn't believe is the bath off the kitchen, which has a concrete pad just for a shower. The shower head is a 230-volt shower head, and you turn on this big, massive breaker at the shower head, I'm going, holy moly. Is this a <laughs> That's a little scary. Yeah. And my question was, real quickly, um, I've got a brake squeal. When I pull out of the driveway, but it disappears real quickly, and the driveway has about a 2.5% slope, but it doesn't do it on the other cars. And I've convinced Mama when she's putting her emergency brake on to first put it in neutral, then brake, make sure it doesn't roll, then park mm-hmm. to protect mm-hmm. the bend. I've checked the pads on the one that squeals. They're good. Anything I can do to reduce that squeal, it goes away within a couple blocks, so obviously there's not a problem afterwards. What vehicle? Uh, the X3. Oh, on the X3. Make sure the... And I, make- you know, are the are, you know, my brain's going faster than my mouth? Are the pads, brakes, everything clean? That'd be the only other thing I would look at. Just make sure all of the dust and and uh, you know junk yeah. from the brake shoes or the brake pads are out of there. I washed it enough with cleaner. They should be, but I don't know what else to try. And then uh, last quick question: I've never had to replace TPMS sensors and daughter's deadly Jetta. Replaced two sensors in the last year, and some of these guys we had it done in discount tire. They forget to reprogram the sensor, so we had to go back again. Right. Yeah. But in t- typical goofy form, most of the other, all the other cars have a little tire symbol to reset. And that cotton-picking thing, believe it or not, it's a button that says ESP, which does not mean extrasensory no, perception. No, it does not. And last question, uh, I don't know how long TPMS sensors should last. Because, like I said, I've never had to replace any of the other cars, and she's had two in a year. You'll get four or five years, and it's it's a gamble after that. Honestly, Steve, I've seen some go 10. It depends on the vehicle. Yeah, and I'm, last question, I'm trying to track down uh, BG44s, no problem, advanced, mm-hmm. and Napa. But Napa doesn't have the supercharged, the MLA, or the, I believe it's uh, ERP. Down in the springs, they don't? Uh, any suggestions? Because they won't sell to you at a Wichita because... I'm not. No, you no, you got to be through a, a a dealer. Let me let me do some research. Uh, send me an email, okay. Steve, and let me do some research. Find okay. out how I can get you some down there. Thanks, sir. I'll do that. I appreciate it, Steve. 
Yeah, appreciate that very much. Drew from OT Overland, hang tight. We'll come right back to you. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Mistakes happen. Auto repair shops prove their mettle when something goes wrong. The team at Extreme Auto Repair in Parker recognizes that mistakes happen. They're committed to doing what they say, even when that means replacing a failed part for free or honoring the original price they quoted a customer despite unexpected issues. They hear all the time from their loyal customers, that's what keeps them coming back because of how the entire team responds when something goes wrong. The techs at Extreme Auto level with you, following through to fix the problem. They don't just replace parts, they repair vehicles. It's that same degree of integrity that keeps their employees around long-term too. The average Extreme Auto technician has 16 plus years of experience and they stick around because they share the same commitment when something goes wrong. We do what we say. No arguments, no excuses. Just apologize and work to make it right. KLZradio.com slash extreme promises kept. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lenigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Hi, this is Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial. You're listening to John Rush on Drive Radio because you want to do what's best for your automobile. As a financial advisor who specializes in retirement planning, I help people do what's best for their finances as they enter or prepare for that next phase in their lives. Events like 2008 and COVID-19 have had devastating consequences for many people's retirement savings. A healthcare crisis can derail a well-planned retirement if it's not taken into consideration. When I meet with my clients, we talk about protected growth of their assets and how careful planning can address unforeseen circumstances. For a Zoom meeting with me, Al Smith, or a visit to my office with social distancing, call 303-744-1128. 
or visit my website, goldeneaglefinancialltd.com. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Jeff Kitty with me today. Larry Unger answering phones. Charlie Grimes, of course, our engineer for the day. And uh, we have got now Drew. And is it Curly? Am I saying that right, Drew? That's right. Curly, uh, Director of Marketing, RMT Overland, which you guys are a division of Fox Factory Powered Vehicles. We interviewed you guys a while back on some of the things that are going on in Fox. And I, you know what, at the time I should have known this, but I didn't know that that uh, RMT was a division of Fox. So welcome to the program. We appreciate you joining us. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. We've, uh, we actually just became part of the Fox factory family back in March of this year, okay. uh, which was like a week before uh, COVID became a big issue in the U.S. So the relationship is really new. Awesome. Okay. Well, so explain... Some of the things, first of all, for everybody listening, I know you've got a, uh, an announcement you want to make on the new Gladiator, but you guys, RMT, does all sorts of things on Toyota Ford, GM, and other platforms as well. Talk about RMT and what you guys do in the first place. Yeah, so um, RMT is a special vehicle manufacturer for Ford, uh, General Motors, Ram, uh, and now uh, also making special vehicles on the Jeep platform. So... Uh, we've actually been in business since 1978, uh, operating under a model of uh, as a as a bailment holder uh, relationship with the OEMs. We're actually getting uh, stock vehicles from the factory, upfitting them with our exclusive packages. Distributing them to, uh, we've got a partner dealer network of close to 2,000 dealers all wow. over the U.S. And uh, what that means for a customer that's looking for a custom vehicle or a custom truck is that they can go to their local dealership, purchase a brand new upfitted vehicle right off the lot with FMVSS certified components, factory warranty. They can even finance the, the price of the RMT package into their monthly payment uh, versus the traditional solution of, you know, going to the dealership, you buy a stock unit or a used vehicle, and then you spend all this time trying to make sure you spec out the right parts for your mm -hmm. vehicle, mm -hmm. the install time associated with it, and the fact that you're also either paying out-of-pocket cash or you're putting those upgrades on a credit card to be able to mm -hmm. build your dream vehicle. Yep. RMT provides a ready-made solution for you direct from the dealership. Um, so back in 2018, we started transitioning the business model to uh, more of an overland-style vehicle, much more capable suspension, okay. uh, Fox shocks, BF Goodrich tires, a lot of exclusive components that are more geared towards the overlanding space, like custom bed racks, uh, accessory brackets that have been mounted to the hood, things of that nature. Um, we're planning to do a huge launch in February of this year uh, with NADA, which mm -hmm. we started. And then, obviously, COVID just kind of put all that on hold. Sure. 
So now that we have uh, rolled the Gladiator and Wrangler platforms out, uh, which we just started building back in July of this year, we thought it was a great time to uh, make a huge announcement to you know say to aspiring overlanders all across the country, uh, specifically though you know in markets like Denver, uh, Arizona, Southern California, we have this product that's available to you. Uh, if this is a space you're interested in getting into, but mm-hmm. maybe you don't have the time to spec out your own build. No, and and everything you're saying, Drew. Uh- Makes total sense. My background, just so you know, is I owned off-road stores for many, many years from 86 until 2012. I sold both of those stores back in, in 2012 and just on air and doing all the things I do here and so on. So I've been in the automotive world forever and did the off-road end of things like you're talking about. And, and you know, back when I was doing it, back in that day, uh, there were very few companies like yourself where you could actually, you know, buy everything as one package from the dealer. And, and of course, back then that was competition to me. But I was more concerned about getting... The, you know, I was a little different off-road shop because I wanted to make sure everything was done correctly, that the combination of products was correct. I can't tell you, Drew, over the years how many vehicles would come in that somebody had built incorrectly. You were literally taking parts off somebody had spent real good hard in, or hard-earned money on. You are pulling everything off to go put the right stuff back on that you knew would then function and work properly for that particular vehicle. And, and I did tons of those builds over the years. So I, I understand fully what you're talking about and buying a package that works from the get-go and very few people out there, even in the off-road world, understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, for us going back to our relationship with the OEMs, uh, we're required to uphold the manufacturer's warranty, uh, for three years, 36,000 miles. So making sure that we put the due diligence in on the front side to have, high-quality components that are going to stand the test of time is one of our top priorities. Uh, And we've got an in-house design and engineering team that focuses on all those things so that it's not not just a vehicle that looks good, but it's also a vehicle that's going to perform. Uh, And then, you know, like I said, partnering with companies like BF Goodrich and now being a part of the Fox family, um, the suspension we're using is the, the Fox, performance elite series Mm. 2.5 with remote reservoir on the front and Mm -hmm. rear adjustable dual speed compression yeah so um you know when you talk about performance and quality um you can adjust the ride of your vehicle based on application you know whether you're on the road because you're using it for daily applications or you're taking it out on the trail uh with a click of a dial you're adjusting that ride quality to the exact uh, specification for, for your desire. Mm-hmm. So um, they look good. They, <laughs> they perform well. And uh, obviously, like I said, they're, they're high-quality products that, that you can buy with peace of mind that, you know, we're here. To, we've, we've done our due diligence on the front end, and we're there on the back end to make sure that your, your experience is the experience of a lifetime. Okay, so if somebody wants to buy a vehicle, Drew, do they go right to a dealer, and then, and then is a the dealership going to know how to contact you, or do they contact you guys directly? How, how does that part work, Drew? So, so like I said, we've got a partner dealer network all over the country. Um, if you go to rmtoverland.com, 
you search for the vehicle that you're interested in, uh, whether it be a Jeep, a Ranger, a Silverado 1500, an F-150. You uh, find the one that you're interested in, and then there are locations all throughout the website to search inventory. Gotcha. Makes sense. When you go to search inventory, yep, it redirects you uh, to an inventory portal that we host. You put in your zip code, the make, the model that you're interested in, and then it will pull up all of the available inventory at dealerships across the country within the specified mile radius that you give. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, you go in, you say, okay, I want to search a hundred mile within a hundred miles of Denver, Colorado, and then it pulls up everything that's in your area, and then you can start working with the dealer from there. Perfect, great, good stuff. I really appreciate it. Drew Curley, Director of Marketing, RMT Overland. It's rmtoverland.com. Drew, thanks for joining us. Good stuff, exciting. I appreciate it, sir. Yep. Absolutely. I appreciate it as well. You're very welcome. You're welcome anytime, Drew. Thanks, and and we appreciate it very much. If anything else new comes out, we'll let you all know. Lines are open, by the way. We've got one segment left of this hour, 303-477-5600. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes, And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Paul Leuenberger of American National Insurance will make you financially whole. Losing your home or vehicle in a disaster will leave an emotional impact, no matter how much insurance you buy, but it doesn't need to hurt you financially. John Rush personally knows homeowners who have ended up in bankruptcy because they didn't have proper insurance. Even after their houses were completely destroyed, they still had to make mortgage payments. Imagine trying to find a new place to live while still paying a mortgage on your old house, which no longer exists. The same thing has happened to vehicle owners who continue to make payments on totaled vehicles because they didn't have enough coverage to make them financially whole. The personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance, will make sure that even in a disaster, you will be made financially whole. Call 303-662-0789 for the coverage you expect. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. John Rush personally uses Novus Auto Glass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. 
Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. And our last guest, somebody was asking me what the website was. It's rmtoverland.com. So like Rocky Mountain Truck. It's not really what it stands for, but rmtoverland.com. That's where the last guest was from, Drew, Drew Curley, and uh, really appreciate him joining us. We've also got some guests joining us now. Steve Horvath from Geno's Auto Service with me, like I said he would be. So Good thanks morning. for joining us. We appreciate it very much. Who'd you drag in with you? I brought in Doug with Jasper Engines. Doug I'd from bet. Jasper Engines. I don't know how to say his last name. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> Is it? How do I say the last name? Idle. Idle. Well, that's easy. Yeah, I can handle we that. We can idle along. Yeah, we can just, yeah, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> Dave and Golden, you're up next. What's going on, Dave? Yeah, hi, John. I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you, sir. I've got uh, an old uh, GMC plow truck, okay. and uh, I'm having problems. I need to replace the uh, power steering pump, and when I do that, I want to replace the lines as well. And when I go to... Look up the serial number, uh, find out exactly what year it is. Uh, no one seems to be able to find that to be able to get the right lines for this thing. And uh, it's a little bit of a mystery for me. Um, this thing's got about 140,000 miles on it. And it's a either a 72, 73, 74, 75. The only reason I would know that is because uh, when I was a kid working for my dad, he had one that had the square uh, front end like this. And so I've got if it's a square front end, it's not a 72. I can, we can start there and eliminate at least one year. The, okay. uh, the, the 70, it's really tough on 73, 74, 75, because literally from the outside, you know, looking at them, you could, I mean, you get some experts that know those trucks really well. They might be able to look at the outside and tell you, but there's literally no physical outside markings that are hardly any different between the 73, 4, and 5, and even the 6s. The 7s, for everybody listening, the 7s had the little gold paint on the trim. So when you would look at the side of the truck and it had the, the aluminum trim that went around the truck, all 77s had a yellow inset on the trim. That's what kind of distinguished the 77s. But prior to that, it was really hard, Dave, to tell what they were. Um, well, yeah, I'm trying to find the... Uh, but you can like tell from the VIN number. I, I'm surprised that somebody can't... If you, In fact, if you email me the VIN number, I can tell you what year it is. Okay, well, I've already uh, talked to GM uh, dealers, and they say they don't go back that far. No. And I've also checked with two uh, auto parts places, and they couldn't pull it up on their computer. And here may be the issue. Um, this is an old fire truck. It's a one-ton dually, uh, originally a uh, camper special, but for some reason they can't find the number anywhere. You can't find the VIN number? Uh, I, well, no, they, can, they look it up and they can't find it to tell oh, me when what they, when they it de- go to decode it or do whatever they're trying to do. Yeah. What, what does the registration say? Uh, well, it's uh, never had been. Uh, so, so what number, you, or do you have the VIN number in front of you? I certainly do. What's the sixth sixth digit say? Number six. 
Just count over and tell me what the sixth digit is. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Four? Then it's a 1974. Oh, okay. That was easy. <laughs> what else you want to know? I can't believe the parts guys couldn't. This isn't uh, complicated, Dave. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I've been, like I say, I've been telling them 73, 74, It's 75. a 74, so now you know going forward it is a 1974. Boy, I'm glad to hear that. Now I can maybe track this down. And that second question would be, uh, I'm gonna, I've am i been doing oil changes and everything else on this, but I've always been using regular oil. Are you recommending going to a synthetics, even on this old truck? You can use synthetic. You do need, because that's a flat tappet camshaft engine, you do need to use a little bit of the zinc additive in it if you're going to do that. And is that something you can get from the parts stores? Most of the parts stores will carry. It's called, again, it's Z as in zebra, DD, so zebra, Dave, Dave, P as in Paul, so it's ZDDP is the additive. That's the that's kind of the the name or the nomenclature, I should say, of what you'll find. Many many different brands of it. In fact, our guy from from Jasper over here, Doug, can probably talk to that as well. But on a flat tappet engine, you want to use ZDDP as an additive, correct? Yep, correct. Pull that mic up tight, by the way. Oh, sure. Thank there you go. Sorry, I should have told, I should have told you that coming on air. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, you want to use that day for the flat tappet camshaft. It's a zinc additive that help the wear, helps the wear on those flat tappet valve, uh, flat tappet camshafts. Okay, great. Well, that uh, we'll check with the parts. So, you're, what are you looking for exactly? Again, I only got about a minute left, Dave. What are you looking for exactly on the truck? The power steering hoses? The, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, the pump and the hoses actually the uh, you know both of them going in and out. And you take a look at the pictures of what they have online, and they don't look like what I've got. And I've brought and it, them And back. I assume, another quick question, is it a small block or a big block engine? In big the, block, 454. It is a big, so it's a two-wheel drive truck then? No, it is four-wheel. It's been, unless it's been converted, it, it has four-wheel drive. It has been. They did not make a, a big block engine in that year in a four-wheel drive. So somebody added a big block engine to that, and that may be some of the difficulty in what you're going to run into. So... It might be a little more difficult. What I need you to do on that one is if you send me some pictures of what you have, I can help you through most likely what somebody used as a conversion to put that big block in that truck. Because, no, they, in those years, they did not make a big block engine in those years. Yeah, I know it's a little different because it's got an Azen uh, transmission in it. Yeah, they, they've done some changing on that. The other thing I need you to take a picture of for me is the, so the engine and where the pump is. And then where the lines go, I'm guessing that that's got a hydroboost system in it, that it probably doesn't have a vacuum booster for the brakes. I'm guessing that's got a, a hydraulic system for the brakes, uh, for the booster. Well, yeah, the lines do go up to where the brakes are. You got yep. There you go. Yeah, that's, that's a hydroboost system. And I, I, I'm kinda, I, I can kind of guess at what lines they use, but I don't want to tell you over the, over the air without actually seeing a picture of them. If you send me a picture, I can help you get the right lines. Okay, great. Okay. Even even at that, you can still possibly get somebody to build it for you. you. Can, you but I you, think you can take it to Napa. And you can, can build probably it, make those lines. Now you might have to bring those lines in and get a good a good picture of them and get them matched up that way. But you can find lines still. That won't yeah. be a problem. Yep. Okay, great. Well, that was my issue on the thing because it doesn't want to steer too well. No, it does not. I can imagine. <laughs> no, we'll get you fixed up, Dave. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. We appreciate it. All right, we'll be back. Two more hours coming your way again. Myself, Jeff Kitty. Steve from Geno's is with us as well, and we also have Doug from Jasper Engine and Transmission. Any questions on transmission repair, replace the engine side of it as well? That's why Jasper is here. We appreciate them joining us. We'll be back, though. Drive Radio, hour number two is next, and this is KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center.
That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.